0: Welcome to the Modern Legacies podcast. I'm Bob DePasquale, founder of Initiate Impact, where we provide modern financial management for purpose-driven families. And on the Modern Legacies podcast, we love celebrating today's purpose-driven entrepreneurs. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome Jeffrey Arnold to Modern Legacies. How are you, man? Hey, I am well. Thank you so much, Bob. Looking forward to uh, today's conversation. It should be great. Modern Legacies is all about people doing what they love, making a positive impact in the world, in their business and their work. And I know that's an important part of what you do. uh, Here at Initiate Impact, we help purpose-driven families uh, live out their generosity. And my business partner, Stacey, and I, who you've heard on the first ever episode of Modern Legacies, talked a little bit about our journey to how we got to where we are today. And I know uh, a big focus of your company, Right Shore, is ensuring people and businesses and making sure that they're safe in their lives. And so I'm just curious a little bit how you got to that point and how you've got into this industry and, and the work that you do.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, Bob, a whole bunch. So, uh, you know, just keep keeping with the theme of uh, for for your listeners, right? We uh, we are, of course, business is what drives the world and, and makes us go. But uh, we're deeply passionate, extremely committed um, to touching the next generation, right, and taking care of the, the, the current generation. So modern legacy struck with us about wow, that's that's kind of in the ethos of who we are, right? It's wrapped in all the framework we do, and um, uh, not to. To, to bore your listeners with our business model, but but basically <laughs> a percentage of every policy that, that we sell at RightShare and our technology firm goes to four different charities every year, right? Our committee selects those. And um, uh, briefly, just for, for, for your listeners to understand, this year, it's kind of neat, right? We're supporting Special Olympics, which is near and dear to a lot of people's heart. Personally, uh, in, in my own family, it uh, impacts some people, and so I l- like to do that uh, and give there. Um, Uh, Center for domestic violence, right? So folks, uh, women mostly who need to get away from abusive relationships, we give a a lot of funds there, right? And then our our most passionate calls right now that we're giving is our our top charity right now is ending human trafficking, right? And so when you talk about creating a legacy, most people think about money, income, dollars, right? Stocks in in the future, but uh, you can impact legacies of other lives and family members. By giving back to a charitable cause that's that doing good work, right? And get people out of difficult situations. So, or helping them celebrate in the case of Special Olympics, mm-hmm. right where they are. So long-winded answer, but needed to get all that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love how y'all are are taking the opportunity to use your business as a force for good and supporting people and causes that need financial support, but also they need awareness and recognition. I think you know those those of us who who may have had an opportunity or the blessings in our life to be able to support other causes uh, can sometimes lose track that awareness is is really important too we live it we see it all the time but uh, businesses and companies uh, you mentioned earlier you know that kind of business is what makes the world go round and so if businesses do have that sort of influence to power our world then it's vitally important that they support causes so that other people know about it and people are aware of what's going on. So love it, I think that's really that's really cool how, how you're doing that. Um, can, you, can you tell me just, while we're on the subject, tell me a little bit about Right Shore, just in, in, in the business, you mentioned protecting families and businesses and, and insurance, but I just wanna make sure I understand exactly what it is, the services that you're offering.
1: Oh, absolutely. So uh, we're in the uh, insurance vertical, right? But in the technology space, right? So an insure tech is the abbreviated word. Um, and, and how are we? What, what do we do? And so we infuse, merge, aggregate um, technology in the form of artificial intelligence, right? Multivariate rating and predictive uh, analytics into insurance shopping. That's a whole lot of confusing words and people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're just helping consumers to end insurance shopping. So our platform is how we pitch it, is the end of insurance shopping. So briefly, uh, if you've ever purchased insurance or lots of insurance, auto, home, life, RV, boat, um, health, uh, one thing is usually pretty consistent. Over time, it's just going to go up and it's going to go up again. It's going to go up, right? It's a, it is a fallacy or a rumor that insurance goes down. We all know it typically goes up. And so our platform our technology has discount discovery technology embedded into it, infused with artificial intelligence, um, and that's not the negative type that's trying to stop from paying a claim. It's looking at policy languages and legal contracts, and the rate, and giving consumers the truly best option. Right? Um, that's not just based on value, but it's based on what's policy language and what's going to be covered or not covered at claims time. And so our technology does that. So that's. Uh, that's the, the foundation of how we're different, right? We're not just another shopping platform or another uh, insurance agency. Uh, RightSure is the end of insurance shopping for our policyholders. Uh, just briefly, we've onboarded um, you know, uh, 35,000 different policy, uh, separate policyholders have almost 50,000 different policies on the, on the books approaching uh, 45 million uh, in a really, really short period of time. So we feel like consumers, the general public is embracing this thought too, because once you get past just like an auto insurance policy, you have multiple, policies. you don't want to shop anymore, right? It's just time consuming and confusing. And so our platform does that for you.
0: Yeah, the the amount of time and energy and thought, thought energy and physical energy that it could take to shop for insurance can be extremely draining and decision fatigue is a powerful force in, in that arena and when a business and a technology platform could potentially, not potentially, you're already doing it, uh, this proof in the numbers, but can potentially make it easier for people to shop and, and do that, put that work in. Uh, I'm sure you're, you're doing a great service. And we believe strongly in insurance and um, off playing risk that you can, you know, like a peril of, of a fire or a huge a- a car accident, or God forbid a family member passing away, those are risks that you probably can't self insure and they need insurance policies are very important to that and you could have the greatest generosity plan and philanthropy plan in your life if you're out there listening but if one of those things happens a catastrophe happens it can blow things up pretty quickly so the importance of protecting oneself is also part of your legacy and leaving the uh, being as generous as you can possibly be so i uh, just wanted to wanted to stress that jeff i think it's really important that people understand that uh, appreciate the work that you're doing because the work that you're doing is not only helping people themselves uh, be more secure and then, but you're also using that platform to benefit other people, uh, which is which is great. Now you mentioned that your platform is pretty, it's pretty young. You've also written quite a few books. So maybe you can tell me how you came to be an author and also how you feel that writing has given you some authority to be a voice in the space.
1: Yeah, let's do the reverse because who knew it would make uh, make uh, the words coming out out of my mouth seem authoritative? Not I, right? <laughs> it's, been, it's been quite the eye opener, <laughs> and I think. Um, uh quite literally i joke about this all the time even in, in some of my books but uh no one is more uh surprised than my wife <laughs> and no one is happier than my mom right so uh, to have a couple good bestsellers is shocking to my wife surprising and uh, happy to my mom um but uh with respect to uh, h- how we did it or how, how it came about uh bri- briefly i've written five books uh for our bestsellers and um, I, I make jokes all the time about being a product of the Kentucky public school system. And uh, uh, it, now I live in Arizona. It was like, And I was horrible in school. How did I come to write five books, uh, four of them bestsellers? Uh, I was just challenged by a good friend. Um, I've been in insurance for 31 years. been fortunate to do a lot of really neat stuff with... Uh, reinsurance with billion dollar companies, buy and sell several insurance companies. I have bought and sold 40 different insurance brokerages. So I've been very, very fortunate. Lucky, w- lucky way more than, uh, than, uh, than skill, right? Yep. Uh, a friend just challenged me, he said, Jeff, you've done so many, you should just codify it, memorialize it, write it down. And so I did, I wrote it down and thinking that, oh, I'll just submit it to a, a publisher and it'll be published. <laughs> we all laugh, right? And so, <laughs> after being rejected uh, many times by different publishers, I felt like I was back in high school trying to get a prom date. No, 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 right? Just rejection after rejection. Uh, uh, finally, I, I ran across something in Forbes that said self-published. And so, uh, long story short, years ago we've published the first one called uh, *The Art of the Insurance Deal*, and uh, surprise, surprise, it's it sold like crazy. It was very, very, very. Uh, amazed and honored and flattered. And then uh, I won't go through the names of all of them, but they're all exclusively on Amazon. Uh, My biggest selling one right now is how to beat your insurance company, right? So it just basically tells people um, not not fraud, but right how to buy the right type of insurance so that when you need it, it's actually there. Because real quick, Bob, this is important because in this age of shopping, this is why we created our platform, right? In this age of uh, the do it yourself, shopping right consumers are shopping and the only value proposition is it has to be cheaper right i've got to get it cheaper 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 and in fact what happens as you keep uh, going cheaper and cheaper and, and trying to get the premium list is one thing is constant you're surrendering coverage somewhere right all these insurance companies have different legal contracts consumers incorrectly wrongly make the assumption that they're all the same it's just based upon price when in fact all the contracts are different. And so how to beat your insurance company talks about, look, price is important. We get that, but understand what you are surrendering or what coverage you are not getting by going for the cheapest price always. And so those are just very, very valuable takeaways, I think.
0: Yeah. this is What you're subtracting is vitally important to understand because the, the metrics and the systems and the tables are the tables are the tables, right? So the, it's not like you're getting the same exact coverage, and this company is just giving you a better deal. They got to right. be subtracting something from what you're getting somewhere along the lines, whether it's immediately or it's down down the road that you're you're missing so, missing out on something. Uh, so I could see that being really important. Check out Jeff's books on the on. I'm sure you have your own Amazon author page, then, so yeah. people can go out there. How can people? What, what's the website for the business? Like, where can people go find about about the company?
1: Yeah, thanks so much. So, uh, company website is rightsure.com. I'll spell it for your listeners. It's r i g h t s u r e, right sure.com.
0: All right, we'll put that. Hopefully, people can check that out on the website. There, we can put in the notes, and people can learn a little bit more about that. So, uh, what what inspires you these days? I mean, you've been you said thirty one years. You've been in insurance, right? Uh, I'm sure. We, I'm sure you could stop and write a few more books i guess or maybe you got more that you're going to pump out but you know what inspires you to continue to pushing forward especially with a with a young company
1: you know it's interesting you ask that question because um a phrase I've adopted as of late, probably a couple years ago, and it really ties into what you're doing, right, is to create and leave an honest, integrity-filled legacy to my children and grandchildren, right, and so it's like there's just some some symbiosis or synchronicity with what uh, your podcast is all about, and so uh, right now I'm spending time writing other books, right, I've always got books in mind, Um, but it's also developing Uh, our junior executives and our entry-level folks, right, uh, helping them learn uh, about the wonderful, sexy, uh, awesome-filled, joy-filled industry of insurance, right? (laughs) and Trying to transfer that enthusiasm, that awesomeness that that comes with a a career in our industry. So pouring into them... exposing more of my failures in my books, so people can learn from mistakes Um, and, uh, you know, just trying to spend more time uh, with family, which I didn't do the first 15, 18 years, because it was busy, you know, growing your company, Um, giving back and trying to transfer um, not just a legacy, but but, uh, a history and a knowledge of uh, how we've done things.
0: Oh, I commend you for that is a lot because, you know, the next generation of your family is obviously important. I think most people can can agree. Uh, So I, I, the fact that you've committed to doing that is awesome, but also that in the business as well. I mean, if you're truly building a business that has, that's going to have a legacy and it's doing good in the world, there's got, you kind of owe it to the, to the world to make sure that the next generation of the business is really important as well. And we've had some, some business transition experts on the show in the past year or so. We've spoken to quite a few of them doing some working through some transactions and without fail, every single one of them says it's just, Acknowledging that it needs to be done is half the battle, like just saying, all right, we know that we need to spend the time here to make sure that this transition gets done well, because it's gonna happen one way or another, whether we sell a business someday, God forbid we pass away, all the leadership is gone, or, um, or if it's a more formal you know, agreement that we have to set up at a buyout or something, something like that's really, really important to consider those things. So if you're out there building a strong legacy, you don't want that legacy to end whenever your time ends. Uh, you don't want to, hopefully it never ends at all. Hopefully it's it's perpetual. So uh, appreciate the thoughts and comments on the work there. Yeah. So can, can you describe that that legacy then? I mean, we are about modern legacies and, and there's, there's something about how legacies are thought of, they're usually thought of as being historical, right? We think about legacies that are hundreds, maybe even thousands in some case years old. But you know, we believe strongly at, at Initiate Impact that legacies can be and should be extremely modern. There's, there's a way to do that these days. And so i love talking with business owners who have that on their mind because that's, that's really what a modern legacy is. So can you maybe describe what, what your modern legacy or what you hope it to be uh, in, in due time? Yeah, so two, uh,
1: uh, two thoughts immediately come to mind. One is uh, corporate, right, where I spend a lot of my, my time and brain energy, and then a lot of the time is, is personal, right? And so when you're fortunate or successful, or whatever, um, then you have, you know, maybe a personal foundation, right, or personal trust that you can uh, leverage to uh, mm-hmm. impact the charities that you believe in, right? Uh, and then there's the corporate, right? I mean, there's still lots of corporate net income or pre-tax dollars that, that, that we can use, to impact the charities that, uh, that, that we all collectively agree on. And so um, basically, I think in terms of those two uh, channels, right, of those two verticals, what can we do <clears throat> corporately, professionally as right here to touch more people than any other insurance firm has or any firm our size has, right? How can we be specific and intentional? And what does that look like? And what does it look like after I'm gone, right? No. Um, and how do we, uh, infuse, embed, ingrain this into the ethos of the future leaders of RightSure, right? So that this continues on, right? And it's not just, because the real challenge here is in the future, this could just be seen as a line item expense, right? I mean, it's very possible and very pliable. if no one has the passion, the energy, enthusiasm for it, that it's all of a sudden it's an expense out the company coffers and we should eradicate it, right? And that, that would be very bad, right? So how do we- Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, all that energy and enthusiasm we have, extend it, transfer it, uh, push it down into the, the soul of the, the next leaders. So that's very important uh, on, on the corporate side. And that's how we maintain that that, that legacy uh, or make it more modern, right, in, uh, sure. in terms of how your company approaches it. And on the personal side, it's um, uh, setting things up for my children and grandchildren to to, to be philanthropic right to touch the next generation if you can touch three generations what an awesome thing right and, and I'm not uh, saying to, to to keep them from having to be engaged in life but to help them give back into other lives and into other charities of their choice so they're up close personal firsthand and involved in it and and by the way my my message to uh, my, my offspring is don't just write a check go roll up your sleeves and get to work, right? Build a house with them, uh, you know, collect garbage, do something, get engaged physically with the charities that you're involved in, come along beside them because that will speak more to you than just writing a check.
0: Yeah, I love that, man. It's about it's about offering your time and talents too. It's not just about the money. I mean, don't get me wrong. We both, we're both in business. We both understand the importance of the dollar, but from emotional and understanding perspective and just the lessons that you learn from from being involved in a project. You know, one of my favorite organizations to support is Habitat for Humanity. My wife and I have had the pleasure and opportunity and and friends of ours, we've taken groups to different countries and supported families that need adequate housing. And those those actions speak so much louder to us. And I'm sure they speak louder to the families as well because they've expressed it to us. So I I know that, but on, on both sides, actually rolling up your sleeves and doing something that maybe steps out of your comfort zone a little bit. There's something about a, a challenge. And, and you know when you challenge yourself, that's where growth comes from. So really, really appreciate how you brought up the point um, about actually rolling up the sleeves and doing it. And it doesn't have to be traveling to another country. It can be something as simple as you said, picking up garbage or going helping someone locally, just doing something for people. Um, kindness and generosity are powerful, 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 powerful force. So you mentioned a couple of those causes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can I, you remind me of a deeply personal story. You mind if right. I go
1: off track and just kind of dive into that a second? So Let's hear it. With other countries. And so I was, my arm was twisted basically because I didn't want to go deep into Mexico and in Central America to, uh, to build houses, right? It wasn't Habitat it was another company called Amor, which stands for love. Right. Um, Go down there uh, the first year, again, kind of, kind of tw- twist of my arm, I felt. You know, we're sleeping in tents in the desert, middle of nowhere, no running water, no everything. It's uh, it's third world country type stuff, right? Was not expecting that. Uh, built this house in three days. Uh, long story short, just the amount of poverty that uh that was surrounding that entire thing right there were no uh, first world amenities whatsoever and i hadn't been exposed to that um quite, quite honestly since being a child <laughs> um and so it drastically changed me and the deeply personal part is so i came back uh after four days and we're just gonna say in, in southern mexico doing this and literally bawled my eyes out in the shower about how fortunate, how blessed we are. And and sometimes, you know, you gotta get outside of your comfort zone. You You gotta make yourself uncomfortable to really see, you know, A, just how lucky we are, how fortunate and how blessed we are, but how giving, like you said earlier, of your time, your attention, your energy, and your money in doing it, can change a life for people and I, I became close to that family have since been on 10 other trips and built uh, 12 other houses there and still close to that first family a man with three daughters uh who now has a roof over their head so yeah it's uh sorry i got off, off track there but just a deeply personal uh story there when you mentioned that uh that was very impactful for me so encourage your your listeners to to get involved in something like
0: that Yeah. Uh- Thank you for telling that story. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I've actually been to Mexi- Southern, Central Mexico as well. And the, you know, we were in an indigenous Mayan community and you mentioned the word love and in the community that we were in, they actually didn't have a word for love. And I, I, I told myself, uh, or I told the story actually in my book and I'll give you the shorter version. Essentially, we were trying to express to them over, crossing over a multiple language barrier i speak a uh, hablo poquito español i speak a, a little bit of spanish and the employees were trying to communicate with his family and there was one only one employee that spoke their language which was called Sotil. it's a indigenous mayan dialect and we were trying to express to them how, how, how much we loved the trip and loved them and cared about them. And they were trying, to, we were trying to translate this from English through Spanish to social. And we found out that they don't actually have a word for love, that it's expressed via actions. And when they were able to explain that to us, they basically told us that we were the most loving people that they've ever encountered before, but they couldn't explain it via the word. So it's super emotional time. So I hear you, man, that's that's awesome. So I, I really do appreciate you sharing that story. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, that's why that's why we're here. And if we can realize the, the, the blessings that we have in our life, I think we can be a little bit more, uh, I don't know if the word is motivated, but understanding of where people are and, and offer our, our generosity. So uh, really appreciate that, Jeff. Check out his books on Amazon. Uh, also look look up his company as we talked about. And, and if, if you're looking for information about um, Right Shore, you can go to rightshore.com. It's right, like the opposite of leftshore.com. Jeff, anything else I'm missing, things that you want to throw in there? I feel like you probably got a lot of stuff that you could could drop on us.
1: Oh, yeah, my friend, I think we could extend this to a multi-hour thing and and keep the energy level high, right? Yes, sir. But but I think uh, people are probably driving it at the end of their destination too as they listen and watch these. I would say, just um, what motivates you, right? What's your passion? If you had to do it for free, right? Remove the economic quotient or the economic portion or the money portion, right? What would you Mm -hmm. do for free um, that fills your vessel, right? That. That, that makes you get in touch with that inner person you are, that, that you know is the right thing to do, and focus on that, right? What is it? you Only you know that, right? You were put here for a reason, and we were all put here for a reason, much greater than accumulating assets and money, right? Most of your listeners probably have a fair amount of both of those, but there's a deeper reason we're here for, find that, nurture that, feed it, and your life will be much richer.
0: Jeffrey Arnold, thank you so much for joining the show. I, I wish you the best in your business and also your modern legacy. Have a great day. Thanks, my
1: friend.
0: Appreciate it. Hey, it's Bob Pasquale again of Initiate Impact. I wanted to thank you for listening to the Modern Legacies podcast. If you're a purpose-driven entrepreneur and you want to be on the show, please visit our site at initiateimpact.com slash apply, and we want to get you on the show. And if you got something out of the interview, would you share it out on the socials? We really want to spread our message to as many people as possible. And if you just take a quick screenshot or you send out a message to a friend of yours with the hashtag modern legacies, we would really appreciate it. Now, we're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So if you want to make sure that you don't miss anything, you can subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews also will do a lot to help us spread the great message. If you want to know more, go to our website, initiateimpact.com, or you can check us out on LinkedIn. We have a Facebook page, Instagram, and even Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.